0: The music of The Magnificent Seven brings The Magnificent One into the studio. Of course, it is Philip Malloy. Uh, the Magnificent Two, I think, was a movie with Morecambe and Wise. That's right, yeah. But yeah. Philip is here. Now, uh, the Emmys?
1: Emmy Awards uh, tomorrow night, um, uh, Thursday night. Uh, one of the things they've done is they've changed the rules a bit um, I suppose following on from the Oscars um, remember the Oscars went from for best film they went from 5 to 10 Well these have gone from 5 to 6 uh, partly uh, because uh, there is so much sort of quality television coming through a lot of it coming through from cable companies like HBO and AMC and all of those so what they've done is they've uh, is, is, as I said they've in- increased that to 6 and then uh, they're, they're back at 5 with Best Actor and Best Actress. So uh, do you want to mention some of them there?
0: Well, I, there's the usual suspects, I have to no, say. No, yeah, 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 I mean, Mad Men... Game of Thrones, The Good Wife, uh, Orange is New Black, Downton Abbey, but the interesting one, of course, is House of Cards because yeah. it comes from Netflix. So yeah. Netflix is now a powerful uh, operator within things like the Emmy Awards.
1: Yeah, uh, they're they're gaining uh, they're gaining uh, sort of ground there, but as well, they're actually moving into uh, into the production of movies. And uh, so they 're producing movies they 're producing TV series and they' they 're getting that sort of that sort of recognition they 're getting the audience and they 're getting sort of they 're getting awards rec- recognition as well so they 'll be a player and uh, as you can see there Spacey is considered to be one of the front runners uh, for best actor in a drama uh, The John Hamm never got that. John Hamm was nominated for Mad Men of five or six times every year, probably, and he never got it. Now they finished as you know. uh, Was it earlier this year? and he's, he's in the running for the, the well, final Well, this might time. be like John Wayne. That's might s- give him <laughs> one. Sentimental vote. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, John, I, John Wayne for true great. Remember. Well, as
0: long as they don't give it to Claire Danes for Homeland, I'll be uh, perfectly Remember handy. what
1: Wayne said at that time. What, what did he say when he was accepting the Oscar? If, I had, if I had known that, that that I was going to get this, I would have put on the, the iPad sooner or something. Yeah,
0: somebody like that. Yeah. Have you any movies out or anything like that? Um,
1: well, okay, the main, um, the main release... Um, uh, would be uh, Inside Out is, is no yeah. Inside Out will will be next week. We'll talk about it if you want it. Will be next week. It's a new movie from uh, from Pixar. Uh, uh, it's directed- I, The
0: reason I wanted to talk about it was uh, because it's Pixar and because yeah. it's kids.
1: Okay, new movie it's from Pixar. You know yeah. what I mean? New movie from Pixar. It'll be next week now. New movie from Pixar, directed by a guy called Pete Doctor. Uh, Pete Doctor is probably the most talented of the animators, the new brand, the new uh, flock of animators uh, that they have. But George, it, this is uh, this is so good. Um, it's about this, this girl, an 11-year-old girl, who with her father and mother uh, uh, moved from, I think it's Minnesota to San Francisco. She's not happy about going because obviously... She's into hockey and all that kind of stuff in school and she's leaving a lot of her friends behind. So they had to move anyway because the father's job dictates that they move. And uh, so what we get then is we get inside the girl's head and we get all these emotions, uh, joy, uh, rage, anger, all of this stuff. And it's almost as if they're, you know on the i i on the bridge of the starship enterprise or whatever they're directing all of these emotions and uh so it's it's very very funny it's very uh it's very clever george it's um it's and again with as with pixar it's one of those that uh, i i think that adults will find as enjoyable as kids but it's enormously uh well done and I I I highly recommend it.
0: Funnily enough, mm. um, because you know you have grandchildren, you suddenly see movies you hadn't seen, you wouldn't yeah. expect to see. The Pixar library uh, mm. is extraordinary now. Yeah. If you were introducing kids to it, yeah.
1: Now I mean, okay, with Pixar you're just talking basically about uh, fifteen films, but Jerry, you're, you're talking about the maybe the fifteen uh, best sort of anim, animated sort of. Films we've seen in 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 decades, um, I I think the uh, uh, of the Toy Stories the best, one would be Toy Story Two. I love Toy Story Two, uh, but Up is very good. Remember Up? Yes, for uh, yeah. And and uh, I
0: really like the Incredibles.
1: Yeah, I like the Incredibles, and yeah. I like Monsters Inc. Monsters, I think, was great as well. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's lots of stuff there to. Um, I, I, pe- it, okay, they started to do some sequels in recent times. They did Cars too. They continued. I think. I think they're planning um, a Toy Story four, which is out next year. And there was a, a Monsters uh, University, which was. A prequel to Monsters Inc. So people thought that maybe yeah. they were gone but um, with uh, Inside Out they are back on track in a big way.
0: Now um, we were simultaneously reading different books mm. really mm. you were reading a, a biography of John Sturgis mm. and uh, who directed all the great like movies I love like The Magnificent Seven mm. and so on and then I was reading the biography of Robert Ryan mm. um, who links in with the Sturgis book because a bad day at Black Rock? Yeah. But but the story was probably better from Sturgis in a way, was it? Because he directed.
1: It. Yeah, well, he, there's a lot of really good sort of inside stuff. But he, he he, loved Robert Ryan, and Robert Ryan is in Hour of the Gun as well. Remember, he plays yeah. Ike Clanton, the villain who goes up against White Ear, played by James Stewart, uh, in Hour of the Gun. Um, well, uh, yeah, Ryan is in that as well. So it's. Um, uh, but the the thing about um uh, about um, Sturgis, uh, Sturgis actually came up through the ranks. He actually started out with RKO as as a cutter, as an editor, and then went to various studios. Eventually, uh, got to MGM where he was given um, his chance. And one of the f- uh, first big movies he made was Bad Day at Black Rock. Bad Day at Black Rock had appeared. Um, uh, as an article in a, in a magazine called American Magazine. And it was seen uh, uh, there by a um, a film director. A guy called, uh, he became a director eventually. A, a writer and actor called Don McGuire. He saw it. He bought the rights for £25,000. He introduced it to Allied Artists. And it was seen at Allied Artists by Don Siegel. And Don Siegel, actually, he lured... Um, Joel McRae out of well, retirement, must have been out, of, out of retirement, in order to play this. But apparently, what they called the front office uh, didn't like the idea, so they didn't go for it. Anyway, a new guy called uh, Dory Sherry. had the new head of he production. He
0: succeeded at MGM. He, he, he was he the said, big shot at MGM. And MGM yeah.
1: yeah, and he was known as a message guy, yeah, a guy who liked message movies. So he saw it. He liked the idea of the persecution, the way the Japanese Americans had been treated during yeah. the War. He liked that team and so
0: uh, th- they went for it. But bad day, BlackRock. The other interesting thing about that was like Tracy, Spencer Tracy was magnificent. But when Tracy made the movie with Sidney Poitier and Catherine Hepburn and all that he was dying do you remember yeah. and it could only shoot for an hour a day so Guess they it walked was around the dinner, yeah. Yeah. Guess so, yeah and they walked around the fact he was dying but interestingly I'd never realised that Bad Day at BlackRock he wasn't in good shape no, either not at well of course he was a ferocious alcoholic
1: yeah and uh, Anne Francis in the book is very very good. She, she, remember she ran yeah. the petrol station um, she's very very good on him and uh, describing him and the way he was um, uh, but uh, okay, first of all, they um, they offered a part to him. MGM offered a part to him. He had a play our. Uh, 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 uh pay-or-play contract with MGM at the time. He turned it down, and then they reminded him of the contract because they were doing anything to get him to work. Uh, so he he reluctantly uh, came on board. Then, uh, it was about a week before they were due to start shooting George, um, he pulled out again. And uh, so Dory Sherry was wondering what to do. And one of the things they did was they made the character, a one-armed man, thinking that this kind of stuff would appeal to any ham actor, worth this is went to him, told him about it, and he still turned it down. So eventually, they had the completed script, and Dory Sherry sent him the script and said, uh, "I thought you might like to to, uh, to see this. We have Lad, uh, we have, have Alan Ladd for the part, and within two hours, he was back on saying." We don't want, lad. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so. But what
0: a cast! Like oh, yeah. uh, Ernest 9, yeah. uh, uh, Coburn, yeah, the great Robert Ryan, uh, and Walter Brennan. Yeah, and, and actually
1: the, that was one of Walter Brennan's best parts. Yeah. He had some great lines in. And
0: it. then the fella from The Morgan is in it. The fella from White Christmas.
1: <laughs> He's, in it, yeah. <laughs> He's in it, yeah. He's in it. He's the sheriff. He was the retired he general in White, uh,
0: in, in White Christmas. That's right, yeah, yeah. And, and he was the fellow on the bicycle in eleven o'clock high <laughs> at the very beginning. Yeah, Dean, I mean, Jagger. Dean God, Jagger. God, I Dean needed Jagger. a bit of help to yeah, remember. Yeah. Now. What I, I never watched Chips. What do you want to talk about Chips? Well, no, all Unless I'm saying it's is, goodbye, Mr. Chips. Well,
1: the, well I, I'm surprised uh, that they wanted to do it. But what they're doing is um, uh, they're, they're, um, they're doing a film version uh, of it. And it's Chips. And it's Chips is about these two motorcycle cops who were on the Pacific uh, Coast sort of highway uh, for about six, seven years. And uh, it was enormously successful for a while. Um, now, one of the things about you know that has tended to happen with these series when they've transferred them from the the TV to the screen, like Starsky and Hutch and Twenty One Jump Street and those, is that they tended to make them parodies. But according to Michael Pena, who's playing the uh, the uh, one of the two characters in this, they're they're, they're going to do this straight. And uh, so uh, it'll be but, interesting but to see what happens. Of, but
0: the appeal of Chips was the fact that they were played out for laughs. I thought no.
1: Well, apparently they varied it. They oh, did they? I, 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 I never watched no, it. No, I, I saw it from time to time. but Yeah, I only and, saw and, it. Uh, yeah. Do you know one of the th- the interesting things about it? Eric Estrada, who played uh, Ponch in it, one of the two guys, he went on um, strike for a short time because uh, he wasn't getting the residuals that he, should, he felt he should be getting uh, after it went into syndication. And he was replaced by, you know, the the guy who's... Jenner, Bruce Jenner, yeah, Bruce Jenner, Mary Lou Jenner, who's is now is Kathleen, huh? Kathleen, Kathleen Jenner. He was replaced. Uh, he was an Olympian, of course. He, he was. was replaced by him for seven episodes oh, really? of the series.
0: I saw a picture of Kathleen Jenner recently. She wasn't bad. Well, she looks very striking, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know she didn't initially. He he didn't get it right initially. He didn't get the. It's a the, weird
1: story, George. Oh, it's a weird oh, story, weird. but he
0: didn't get the female thing right. But the latest pictures I saw, I thought he got the female thing kind of right. Yeah, but you know? there's a,
1: there's a famous Annie Lubowitch, Is that her name? A famous um, photographer at Vanity Fair who does right. all who, who dresses yeah. these people up for these. And she she did a good job on him.
0: Yeah, see, I couldn't. You couldn't imagine me doing it like with the hair on my chest and. All that, so you just couldn't imagine me being you couldn't imagine me being Mary Lou Hook somehow. You couldn't, Kathleen
1: Hook, (laughs) Kathleen (laughs) Mack Hook. Yeah.
0: Now, interestingly, here we are, rabbiting on mm-hmm. about Robert Ryan and the Bad Day at Black Rock, and you have a query from a listener.
1: There was a query from, yeah, actually a couple of weeks ago was a query from a listener um, asking about the, we were, t- I, you know, I went, the first week we talked about the Robert Ryan biography, um, there was this qu- question from a listener about uh, a movie in which he was abandoned by his wife and her boyfriend in the desert and left to die, asking what the title was. Well, the title, it was, it was directed by a guy called Roy Ward Baker. I don't know if you remember him. He was I remember a, the yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. English television. and uh, uh, So and, and the movie is Inferno and it was one, made in 1953 and it was one of the early uh, 3D um, films from that period and uh, Ryan is a guy he's a successful businessman. He's not easy to get on with but um, his wife decides that they're going to abandon him and, and try and get hold of his money. So that's what happens and the wife is played by Ron Fleming
0: really yes the wonderful red headed Ronda fleming and but, but, by the way the, she was in she uh, was in um the horror movie wasn't she which one uh, the Omen was she in The Omen no no, no. Who it's was Lee Remick you're, you're mixing no up your not Lee Remick there was a redhead in The Omen I'm sure of it anyway Rhonda yeah. Fleming I but, got a uh, by the way
1: I got a Blu-ray I got a Blu-ray box head uh, or bo- a version of it of it recently of Inferno and it was remade for television later by the way but uh, I, got, I got the Blu-ray version, and, and, the, the, and the extras included the Pat Boone show in which she actually <laughs> appeared she was uh, I don't know if she was a late convert but she was a, a born again Christian anyway and, well, are, and of course he, they, was, he a was a born again, again. the two of them together
0: oh right mm. okay so. uh, yeah I was looking at a thing recently and I I I couldn't I had to go away and I forgot to to tape it but it was Fred McMurray and Barbara Stanwyck in a cowboy
1: movie The Moonlighter
0: that, The Moonlighter you're absolutely right i didn't i, didn't know what, I didn't, don't know why i do not know the plot around it it was
1: a black and white movie yeah. and and actually a while ago i had um i've been trying for ages to get a good and there's only one biography um of fred McMurray, and it's not very good i have to say i bought it on amazon um uh, but he they they talk about uh, uh, that period in which he made i think over about uh, over about 6 years he made about eight westerns and then, of course, Disney discovered him. He started to do yeah. all these, and, and he did My Three Sons, with, that went on forever. And he had a famous sort of contract on My Three Sons about when he'd shoot and how he'd shoot and the right. times he'd get off.
0: I, I remember him very well, as the Kane Mutiny. Do you yeah. remember he kind of yeah. turned turtle no. in the he was, trial? Yeah, he, was he was the baddie. Bad he, yeah. <laughs> he was the, he was the <laughs>
1: real bad guy. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, uh, uh, but I thought. And we had
1: that story before with me about Michael Kane. That's where he's supposed to have gotten his, uh, his, his name he was uh, phoning his uh, his. Oh, and he looked out agent. the telephone yeah, and he Yeah, he was saw. in Leicester Square. He was in Leicester Square and he saw the Kane, Kane Mutiny. Mutiny. This was about 1956. The um, Kane Mutiny title up on it. Van Johnson and all those guys were in it. And he, he said, well, why? he was Morris Micklewhite, wasn't he? Yeah. He
0: said, well, what about Kane?" <laughs> <laughs> now, so. that's a great movie theater, the, the uh, Leicester Square. Square. Oh, fantastic. And it's still there, still there. Oh. I saw Damn the Defiant oh, in Leicester it? Square. I saw Goldf- Goldfinger in Leicester Square. I saw great movies in Leicester Square. Oh, there Always goes. with girls. Always a girl. Well, it was over now. You were in the backseas. Well, it was 19 or 20, you must remember. I was an emigrant. Yes, you were on the rantan, you and, and I used to meet girls at the Strand Palais, the dance hall. Oh. So
1: yeah. this is for dancing.
0: Well, you could meet them at the dance, and then you bring you them to the You weren't going to watch someone else dance. Then, then you bring them to the movies. I was a great dancer. And then the other thing you used to do with those saw, days...
1: We saw that recently at the Late Late Show, didn't we? we but saw then, it really say,
0: But then you see, you didn't have like cars or anything like that and she'd have to get the underground south and you'd be getting the underground north. So oh. it made courtship quite difficult, you know? So you would go to St. James's Park and you would sit on oh, a park yeah. bench.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I, I'm very familiar with St. James's Park. <laughs> I'm, I'm not as familiar with the park benches.
0: Now, downfall. Hmm. Fantastic, and your man who played Hitler,
1: who played the Hitler? Austrian? Oh, um, oh yes, um, ah, I think. The, but in a second.
0: Anyway, but but what's this about? It again. It's the opening director.
1: next week. It's opening next week. It's, a, it's it? directed by Oliver Hirschbiegel. Hirschbegel. Yeah. and he's the guy who did. Okay, it's thirteen minutes, as you say, and uh, he's the guy who directed uh, Downfall, and uh, it's about um, this. This famous case, uh, apparently uh, 1939 was it, Hitler was going to uh, address a meeting at a, a beer hall in Munich and uh, so what this guy did, George Elsor I think his name, he actually set up a bomb, a, a time bomb to go off uh, and unfortunately um, Hitler left the gig too early, 13 minutes I think it was too early. What happens then is that uh, Elser is, is, sus, is suspect. Uh, he makes he makes his way to the Swiss border. He's apprehended, and they begin to interrogate him. And what the movie does is it flashes back and forward between thirty nine and and uh, thirty two, basically giving his oh, right. story. Okay. It's not nearly as good as Downfall. Uh, but nothing could be no, as, done, good as
0: Bruno Gantz. Yeah.
1: Bruno Gantz, That's right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. And did I see him re- recently? I saw him in some kind of a movie. Oh, we can't remember so there's no point in talking about it but uh, the the uh, enormously prolific oh he's a yeah. fantastic uh, the the uh, but but the uh, Hitler great exp- um luck with bombs of course did, because because did, yeah. the worst movie mm. was Tom Hanks in Valkyrie <laughs> now you can't claim I'm, that not, that I'm not any saying good. anything I'm not saying
1: I'm not saying it was any good uh I just Think and, and I say again and again, I think he's over He's, he's, he's over-abused. better than I. He's, he's, o- he he's over abused. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> What's this about your ugly two? Is this a remark you're making about the, this me? Will, or again, what?
1: this will be out later in the month, and it's a lovely, it's a lovely Irish movie, George. Um, it's um, I, put an Irish it, movie. Yeah, it is. I put it in there be, um, because Aidan Gillen is in it, and Aidan Gillen is one of the stars of Game of Thrones, and he's back. He was telling me recently that he's back on the set of Game of Thrones next week, but this will be out on the 24th. And it's about um, this relationship between um, a, a, a con uh, and a, a convict who comes out of prison at the beginning and he's allowed out of prison on compassionate grounds in order to look after his 13-year-old niece. So it's about them uh, uh, travelling to, uh, t- to the Midlands and to a caravan park in the Midlands where he used to be he used to stay with his sister when they were young. And uh, the sister has since died and the father, this girl's, the 11-year-old's father is always, a, now she's played by a lovely actress called, I think they got her from an open casting call, called Lauren um, Kinsler, Lovely Irish act. And there's great chemistry between her and Gil. Right. Okay. A really well played, uh, I'd, okay. I'd highly recommend that i have to say.
0: I saw another old movie. Look out movie. for it. I saw another old movie by the way, which I bet you don't know. I bet you. Okay. Called Key. K-E-Y. K-E-Y. The Key. Yeah, it might be. It's the key. Yeah. With William Holden. Yeah. And listen, I can't catch it out. What's the point? Yeah. William Holden, Holden and Trevor and, Howard, and, and. and yes. Luminous is the only way I can describe a young Sophia Lauren. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great movie. And yeah. then the usual cast. Is she married to
1: Trevor Howard in it? Or she's the she boyfriend called, the boyfriend yeah, the girlfriend? But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but he dies. Yeah,
0: But Ciarán Moore from Donegal.
1: He was in it, too.
0: Brian Forbes from The League of Gentlemen.
1: And who directed it?
0: Carol Reed, Reed of yeah. the Third Man, man film. All sure. right, look, we have to okay. we have to go. Producer was Emma Roche. the team of Alex Russo, who masterminds the movies every week, and Joe Coffey. But um, for me it's good night and goodbye and I'll be back tomorrow at the usual time.